Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Friday. It's KHON to go. With KHON2 weather, Kelly Simek. Aloha, everybody. Good morning and happy Aloha Friday. Beautiful conditions are coming through for today, and well, we'll continue to see a lot more clarity as the day progresses, but it's looking like yet another perfect trade wind day ahead of us, with partly to mostly sunny skies still dominating and temperatures starting to back off as well. We're continuing to see those drop. We have a state forecast high today of just 86 degrees, so very low, very comfortable, especially with our trade winds keeping humidity levels low. Now we are starting out the morning with extra cloud cover and plenty of rainfall moving through for the windward sides, but as the day progresses, we will see precipitation potential drop and about noon, we see our rain chances for the leeward sides drop to about just an 8% chance. Now taking a look at our live Zephyr cam, you can see some areas of blue sky, but it's mainly been this, the gray gloomy conditions that we've been seeing move through this morning. The rainfall will mainly come through in the morning hours. The bulk of it forecast over the windward sides, but with the winds on the stronger side, they've been pretty much double digits all morning long. We've been seeing a lot of those carried leeward. Now at the latest check, our, our winds clocked in just five miles an hour here in town, but I'll show you the current conditions across the state. We are still seeing some of those double digits, and because of that, humidity levels nice and low and comfortable. Right now, 77 degrees, again, state forecast high of 86. We have an area of high pressure that's to the north of the state, and take a look, actually, the satellite showing those high clouds that were over the state in the evening hours, pushing further to the north. Now, I also want to tell you about that low pressure system that's to the south of the state, not impacting us just yet, but that's going to be bringing the biggest change that we're going to be seeing for our entire forecast period. This low pressure system, the one I told you about yesterday that the Central Pacific Hurricane Center started tracking, they're still tracking it. There's a 10% chance it'll strengthen to a tropical cyclone in the next five days, so not looking likely, but it is forecast to track further to the north, sweeping just to the south of the Big Island. That's going to bring a lot more widespread, potentially heavy rainfall to at least the Big Island of Maui County late Saturday night, then through Monday morning. So Sunday is looking like the rainiest day. One double digit out there for our wind speeds. I told you I was going to show you those. So I had to pull that up real quick. But more about that rainfall. Most forecast models show the bulk of it widespread across Big Island, Maui County. But some forecast models do show a boost in windward showers statewide. So bottom line is if you're planning any outdoor activities this weekend, Saturday is going to be the better day. Sunday is looking like the rainfall is going to ramp up. All right, that's us look here by there now. I'll send it on out to Surf News Network's Gary Keeley, who has all you need to know on the fun size waves that are coming through for today. Hey, good morning, GQ. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Aloha Friday, Kelly. You got that right. I mean, Sunset Beach is already seeing six feet. For some reason, pipeline's just two right now. So it's just one of those swells we're going to have to give it the first half of the day. It's going to get, it's been upgraded. Five to eight feet will be the peak. Honolulu up out there at the north shore of Kauai you get 10 feet. So this is a pretty serious swell and the first real one of the new fall season. So again, uh, coming up to 5 to 8 plus today on the North Shore at uh, top spots, Makaha, 2 to 3 currently, but watch it build up to 5 or 6 feet. Southern Shore is 1 to 2 plus. Maybe even some 3-footers out there at Diamond Head and Sandys. Makapu'u 1 to 2 with a few pluses there. Small craft advisories are posted as well. The high surf uh, due to the trades, they're going to fill into a fresh pace from the northeast tilt. And we are looking at the high tide. We just had it about an hour ago at 2 feet, going low at lunch 30. Sun's going to set 625 and rise Saturday at 620. And guess what? A new south swell's coming for the weekend. So it's absolutely paradise. Here is today's Need to Know. 
12 more COVID-related deaths and 445 new infections were reported in the state yesterday. The death toll now stands at 738 people. Hawaii now 67% fully vaccinated. Some hope for the wedding industry. Mayor Blanchiardi says he agrees that weddings are not just large gatherings, but structured events. His office now tells us it's looking at implementing COVID compliance officers. We'll continue to follow up. If you have one of these baby cushions made by the Boppy Company, stop using them immediately. They've been recalled after the deaths of eight infants. You can contact Boppy for a refund. And the Rainbow Warrior football team takes on the Aggies of New Mexico State tomorrow in Las Cruces. Kickoff is set for 2 p.m. Subscribe to Flow Football if you want to watch the game or you can catch our live blog at KTWIN2.com. The CDC director has overruled a panel of experts and will allow frontline workers like doctors, nurses and teachers to get a COVID booster shot. The panel also approved the shots for those over 65 and people over 50 with underlying health issues. Hawaii Congressman Kai Kahele is calling for the creation of a no-fly list for unruly passengers. This comes after a series of incidents on planes, including two yesterday on Hawaiian Airlines flights. Free COVID testing and vaccinations will be offered today for Oahu residents on the west side. The event is from 9 to 1 at the Waianae Mall. And CVS, the parent company of Long's Drugs, is holding a virtual career fair today. It's looking to fill some 200 jobs here in our state, including pharmacists, nurses, and retail associates. In Portland, Oregon, a new mural has popped up honoring the late congresswoman from Hawaii, Patsy Mink. An artist originally from Oahu was behind the new tribute. Kamakapili has more. In the midst of racial discrimination across the United States comes color, lights, and inspiration. Within a new housing complex in southeast Portland, a new mural featuring Hawaii's own pioneer Patsy Mink has popped up showcasing the message of love and solidarity. Hawaii-born artist Anisa Asakawa was selected to create artwork of a leader who fostered a sense of belonging. Her decision landed on Patsy Mink, a champion for women's equality, being the first woman of color elected to the U.S. House of Representatives and the first Asian-American woman to serve in Congress. I'm an Asian-American woman. I'm the daughter of an immigrant. My mother's from Malaysia, and um, it was just really important for me to highlight someone that I connected with and Patsy Mink is just, you know, she did so much for the community through her work and did so much for social justice that I, I really wanted to uh, highlight her story. Growing up in the islands as a mixed race woman, Asakawa said she felt accepted. But when she moved to Malaysia at 10 years old, she says she started to experience discrimination firsthand. All of a sudden, I was extremely white um, or American compared to everyone else. The school system was actually segregated between students who spoke English and only English and students who spoke the native um, language. And then a few years later, I moved to central Wisconsin where I was the most Asian. Recently, the Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate movements exposed the racism that still exists in America and the need to make space for everyone. To Asakawa, visual art serves as a means to break down those prejudice barriers. 
for the Asian community, people of color, I hope that they feel a sense of belonging, truly, that they see someone who looks like them, looks like their mother, looks like their grandmother, looks like their sister. On I, I, What I really liked about the image of her looking off the page is that she's kind of looking towards the future, right? She's not looking directly at you, she's not looking to the past, but she's looking towards the future. This project is part of the nonprofit Color Outside the Lines and is entitled Belonging. Asakawa's mural of Patsy Mink stands next to paintings of Cesar Chavez, Ron Kovic, and Shirley Chisholm. For more on Anissa Asakawa and her work, be sure to visit our website, khon2.com. Starting today, the fall sports season begins for Hawaii Public Schools. That's after the DOE required all participants to be fully vaccinated. Dallas Santaveras joins us live from Kalani High School with more on what's next. Morning, Dallas. Good morning, Christina and Ross. That's right, the sports are back. Everyone's excited, but every school is having a little bit of a different situation with this vaccine mandate. Now, here we're at Kalani High School, and in total, there's 238 student athletes. 97% of that number is fully vaccinated and ready to go. The remainder need to do an exemption, which means they got to get tested twice a week to participate in sporting events. And here, joining us on Wake Up Today to give us more details and their perspective, we have the athletic director for Kalani High School. This is Greg Van Canford. Good morning, Greg. How's it going? Good morning. Doing fine. Nice and early this morning. Yes. Yeah, so first of all, how do you feel about that number? 97% of your student athletes are fully vaccinated by today. That's uh, really exciting for us because it, it, it just removes an obstacle for them to be out on the field or on the court and get started. So we're, we're, we're going today. 100%. Yeah. It definitely brings a peace of mind. Yes. But um, we're curious because how are the practice procedures going to go like for fall sports? If you could give us examples like football, for example, or volleyball, okay. the difference between indoor and outdoor sports. Sure. So the, for the indoor sports, the, we are following the uh, mask protocol. So they'll need to wear the mask the entire time when they're indoors, even when they're participating in practice activity. Uh, for our outdoor sports, it's, a, we, it's been modified a little bit mm -hmm. in that when they are actively participating in the practice, uh, the mask is not, does not need to be on. But as soon as they cease participation, uh, they're meeting with the coach or they're resting or whatever, the helmet comes off, then the mask does need to be put on. Got it. So masks are off when they're actively working out, doing those drills, and masks are back on when they're taking a break or talking with their team. Exactly. Perfect. Now, 97% is your number here at Kalani High School, Correct. but tell us how other schools' numbers affect your season, like the schools that you compete with. Maybe they don't have a vaccination rate number like you all have. How does that affect your teams? Yeah, we, we may experience some situations where certain sports may not have a full slate of games during the season, depending on what uh, our other schools are able to field as far as teams due to the vaccination requirement. Um, so, for example, JV football, uh, we're hearing right now there may not be a lot of teams, so our team may only get a couple of games in, even though, you know, we do have a team here at Kalani. Um, so we're trying to look at some alternatives for them uh, to keep them together as a unit. Got it. So even though we hit this deadline and sports are back, there's still adjustments that have to be made. That's correct. We, you're going to see schedules changing quite a bit. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here Monday morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.